a pastor's wife. <laughs> well, now we'll try the being the preacher part. I'm not sure at all about that one, but we'll, we'll give it a try. Um, I, I really, you know, they were wanting to continue the, the transformation series that, that Scott is in, and the trustees were good enough to say that, that um, I could have the privilege of, of presenting this. Um, Scott often says when he goes to other churches, he'll, he'll thank the pastor for um, trusting him with, with the podium, trusting him with his pulpit. And, um, you know, I thank you for, for trusting me today. I, I said I, I couldn't write it, but I'm pretty good at reading, so, so we, will, we, we will get through this. <laughs> oh, well, well, you didn't probably maybe have to because he, didn't ever, he never missed a day. He never, you know, never had to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, well, that's the thing. I said, you know, what about dude or Steve? <laughs> oh, but um, Scott, you know, has prepared this. And in fact, it's as I read it, uh, you know, the word I will be as Scott because he has, has written it out pretty much word for word. Um, just reading what he has prepared, which uh, let me tell you, too, how much he loves the preparing and the studying and um, and, and just sharing God's word. He's, he's, just, he's just really, really enjoying this season of his life. Um, so we'll we'll see here. Um, I, I am concerned. I'm hoping that this is is the same one that I've got in front of me here. It's not the same name that I have here. But are we starting with Proverbs? He's got alignment, God's word, God's will, and God's way. Um, Proverbs three one. Yes, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and stand for the reading of that that beginning scripture. Proverbs 3, 1 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will bring, I'm sorry, I'm reading from, I'd prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Okay, thank you. God bless this reading to our, to our uh, wisdom. Um, okay, so he wants us to, I want to direct our thoughts today to the idea of alignment. Um, he was concerned that he, this might be just one big rabbit trail, but it's not going to be because I don't know where the rabbit trails are. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I've, I've, been known, I've been known to be distracted by maybe a squirrel here and there. So we'll see. Um, let's see. So going down the trail together as the Holy Spirit directs us today. Over the last few weeks, we have had the joy of hearing the stories of some people whose lives have been transformed by Jesus. Lives that were way off track, unproductive, unloving, unloved, struggling, fighting this life, only to be turned around in a new direction. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Okay, a rabbit trail. I'm just thinking about those people that we've lost in the last couple of weeks. If they, if they just had known that, to trust in, in the Lord instead of, instead of their own understanding, that, that, that's just, they were way off track. I'm so sorry. Um, so an individual who has said yes to Jesus, who has put their faith in Jesus for forgiveness of sin and salvation, has a new start. Not just some parts of life, but a whole new creation. 
completely new creation. Old is gone, new is here. The beginning of a newly created life is like starting out on a road that the person has never traveled before, a path they have never taken. To put your faith, your trust in Christ, is to start out on a journey that you can't plan or plot out. You can't go to your Google Maps or Waze app so that you can see exactly where this adventure is going to take you. You place your trust fully in Christ. To quote the great modern theologian Carrie Underwood, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. We invite Christ to guide our ship. New life, new direction, a new captain, a different driver of our lives. I'd like to take some moments this morning to consider how we might stay aligned with Jesus on this journey. How to stay on the path that he guides and stay aligned with the principle of this new life. I think it's, it's very easy in, in this society to be knocked off course, of course, and to be led on a path that is not God's desire for our lives. A part of transformation is in learning to stay aligned with the direction God has. The wisest man that ever lived, King Solomon, gives us some advice on this important subject. Proverbs verse 1 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. Now Solomon addresses the reader as his son. This was a term that was often used by a teacher to refer to a student, so it seems Solomon or others taught students in Solomon's royal court. Or perhaps my son actually refers to a literal son to the throne. Either way, the term and setting honor the tradition established in Deuteronomy 6, where the Lord commanded the fathers in Israel to teach his commandments diligently to their children. Deuteronomy 6, 6, 7 says, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up. Solomon says, son, listen and remember. Now, if we go down to verse five and six, the part of this that we want to center our thoughts on today, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. First, we trust. Trust and faith are the same word here. We put our faith in who? We placed our, yep, we placed our faith, our full trust in the Lord. Trust carries the force of relying completely on someone for security. Our confidence is to be in the Lord and not in human understanding. Such trust must be characterized by total commitment with all your heart in all your ways. A term we hear a lot today is the term all in seen some t-shirts that churches have imprinted for their baptismal candidates that say, I'm all in. And all that is within me places my trust, my full hope in you, Jesus. That's what our baptism says to the world. I'm all in. I don't know if any of you have ever been a part of one of those team building exercises where that they call the trust fall, where you have to be all in and you have to totally trust the people. You know, a whole group stands here, somebody stands up higher with their back to those people and has to totally trust and fall back, hoping that, you know, trusting, trusting that they're going to fall. I have no statistics on whether that has failed times. <laughs> I would think it may have, but I don't know, especially, you know, those teens. But, um, oh boy, let me see where this just went. <laughs> um, look at the next phrase. Um, it starts with not, not. So there's a contrast drawn here. A contrast between trusting in the Lord and trusting your own understanding. 
said several times already in this series that transformation is centered on a change in our thinking. This verse challenges us in that regard. Solomon is advising his son or student not to rely on their own understanding. Remind you that Solomon was the one who's known in the Bible as the wisest, uh, wisest man, highest IQ, best ACT and SAT scores, summa cum laude in everything in life. <laughs> Solomon had every reason to trust his own huge wealth of wisdom, knowledge and understanding, but instead he strongly admonishes, don't rely on your own understanding. Trust in God alone. The transformed mind changes its thinking from what it logically thinks is truth to what God says is truth. How does that happen? There's so much that could be said here. The transformation in a mind and heart that has always trusted in itself, its level of wisdom, its extent of understanding, its drive towards logic or what could be called common sense, to instead completely and totally reverse your thinking, let's see. Um, totally relying on God's guidance and wisdom. It has to be a work of God. It has to be a work of God through his son and through his spirit. It's a radical Saul to Paul kind of transformation. Um, I want to suggest that your transformation will lead you to give up trying to figure some things out and totally putting your trust in Christ. Your transformed heart and mind will be able to stop worrying about some of the things that you've worried about for years and place them in the hands of Jesus. I think we're talking to me here. <laughs> your renewed mind that thinks differently now will be able to let go of some of those things of your past that have been holding you hostage and begin to remind you that you are a new creation in Jesus. Oh, he even says, am I preaching to you today? I don't know if he knew he was preaching to me or not, but he is. <laughs> Solomon admonishes his student to submit to or acknowledge God in your life. This speaks of obedience. Ugh, ouch, the O word. If you are trusting Christ with all your mind and heart, and he gives you direction, correction, scolding, or encouragement, obedience takes you forward on the path, the straight path, the God direction in all our ways. The word all is pretty strong here. All our ways, all our struggles, all our desires, all our big and little decisions, all our relationships, all our sin, place it all under his lordship. Acknowledge him in it all. A straight path is the result. Couldn't you use some straight driving in your life? Um, Psalm 55:22 states it this way. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And then echoed in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. One more note. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. He will pave the way. You can't live a transformed life on your own strength. It is about submitting, surrendering, and acknowledging. I love that I no longer have to plot out the route. I no longer have to look way out ahead. I no longer have to try and fail, try and fail, try and fail. He will make the path straight. Said a few moments ago, in transformed thinking, you no longer have to try to figure it all out. In your transformed thinking, there really is a new thing that will happen. Our security on this new road is completely and totally in Christ and in his path for our lives. So what is the result if we take Solomon's advice? 
like to turn to another pretty wise voice, the prophet Jeremiah. In Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Now, the first word of the passage is but, and that stands out there. Jeremiah is drawing some kind of a contrast. Look at what came before this verse. Cursed is the one, compared to blessed is the man, cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. This is the straight path, the path that God blesses, the path that you walk discovering that your heavenly Father is always by your side. One more wise voice, the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. How does perfect peace sound to you today? One of the fruits of transformed, renewed thinking mind is peace, perfect peace. You see, perfect peace takes you through the most difficult of circumstances. Your mind your thinking will stay solid, grounded in God, as he himself imposes his peace upon your life. Perfect peace. How can peace be perfect? Look at the last phrase. Because we can trust in the eternal, always faithful, everlasting, never-changing God, who loves you and wants to make your path straight. He's your eternal rock. Okay, so talking about straight, alignment. Cars sometimes get out of alignment. Those of you who have owned or driven a car know that wheel alignment can be a problem sometimes. Misalignment can be caused by a number of things, most common being bumps in the road, potholes as big as New Hampshire, which we are famous for in Iowa. When your wheels and struts and shocks get out of alignment, problems surface. It makes it hard to steer. <laughs> the car wants to go off to one side or the other. How many of you have had a car that always pulls to the right or left? Car mechanics evaluate and cure alignment issues with terms like camber and caster and toe. When those characteristics are out of balance, it causes misalignment and the car needs a, a wheel alignment job. Okay, I guess I'm going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I was thinking as I was driving here, my car started to pull because of water, puddles of water on the road. And, and it went through my head, this is way, way off and, and way out there, but you know, sometimes those, those things that take us out of alignment are, ob you know, obstacles, the potholes, and puddles, maybe puddles of tears. It can be puddles of tears that are totally pulling us off in the wrong direction because we have forgotten that, that God leads us on the straight and narrow. We can so easily get out of spiritual alignment. We can get pulled off of the road or even onto a totally wrong, destructive road. 
How do we get so misaligned? Wrong thinking and bumps in our spiritual roads that knock us out of alignment. So how do we get realigned? A spiritual wheel alignment by getting back to transform thinking when we stray or veer to one side or the other or make a wrong life turn, turn back to the transformed thinking. And transformed thinking is thinking based on God's truth, his word. And that is a little sneak preview of the next message, which is aligning with the word of God. Um, it says, how do we guard against spiritual misalignment? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. He's got some things to think about as we prepare for, for the next lesson. Um, I'm still back to that. I'm still back to being aligned and <laughs> trying, to, trying to stay on the road. I, I think of that incident that I had that I shared with some of you where, you know, another, an, another, yeah, another speeding, here we go, another speeding car that went past me got me totally off the road, back and forth. And, you know, that could be somebody that's speeding past us in their, in their profession. That could be somebody who's getting ahead of us in life. Somebody who's, you know, something that is not happening right for us can get us off the road. Thank, thank the Lord that I was able to stay on the road and that, that Jesus keeps us on the road when we need to. Um, a few points to ponder. Who is driving the car of my life? Is my thinking aligned with trust in the Lord? Is my trust in the Lord total trust? Am I obedient when he corrects or encourages? Does his perfect peace permeate my life? And I think, I don't know if we could all answer those as yes, but they are certainly things that throughout the next week that we can, we can attempt. Um, let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, God, for, for your word. We thank you even for the ability we even have in this country to safely and, and um, uh, securely read your word without, without punishment. We thank you, God, for directing us through it. And Father, just help us to delve deeper into it this week. Help us to, um, as we study and we read, Father, that we would just trust you more and more, that we would align our lives, our steps, our words, our actions, that they would be aligned with, with you and your will. Father, just help us to trust in everything that, that comes about this week. All of these people that we've lifted to you in prayer, we, we uh, lay them at your feet and, and we trust as wholeheartedly as we possibly can that you will be dealing in their lives. And go with us this week, O oh God, that um, we would shine your glory in all that we say and do. Amen.